Today's episode of Welcome to My Show is brought to you by Audible. Get a free audiobook download and 30-day free trial at audibletrial.com slash garbage. Over 180,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. Nice! Hello and welcome to Welcome to My Show. It's a show and you're welcome. I'm your host. My name's Michelle. I feel like I never tell you my name. But then again, I feel like I tell you, I feel like I never tell you my name. I feel like I say that all the time. So maybe I do say my name like every time. Well, if you didn't know, my name's Michelle and I'm a pretty average person, but that's sort of what this show's about. Just a look into the daily life of a very average person. Today at work, I said bless you to someone for like the first time in a very long time and I never do it and here's why. So I went to a church camp one time and the moment I stepped foot into this camp, there was a pastor there who asked me where I went to church because he did not recognize my heathen face. He wanted to know what the hell my deal was. I was just there with a friend, just there so that I wouldn't have to spend a week with my evil grandma. I would rather spend it with the Lord. That's how mean my grandma was. So when he asked me where I went to church, I hesitated because I did not go to church at that time. And I said that I didn't know the name of my church that I attended. And I was like trying to cover it up. And I was like, oh, it's because it's like new. You know, you've never heard of it because <laughs> I don't know the name of it. It's brand new. And he saw right through that and he saw the devil in my eyes. And from that moment on, I was like just cast out amongst all the kids and all the pastors and all the parents and adults that were there. They hated me and they they just treated me like shit the whole time. It was really cool. Really recommend going to church camp when you're a little heathen child. It's a really fun experience. But at one point at this church camp, I sneezed and someone said, God bless you to me. And this pastor, who I had met the first day, told the child, no, no, we do not say that to her. And then looked at me and said, and you do not say that to anyone else. You do not get that privilege. And I was like, um, okay, thank you. I'm going to go cry. So from that moment on, I just stopped saying bless you. I just felt weird about it. And I didn't really understand why. And I kind of understood the whole bless part. Like blessings are not my thing because I don't have any sort of religious background or beliefs. And that's fine. I don't judge anyone for their beliefs except for this motherfucker at the church camp who cast me out and made me dress like a clown. But that's a whole other story. So what I wanted to do was look up the origin of bless you, because when I said it today, it brought back all these memories. And I was like, what was he trying to stop from getting to me by other people saying bless you? And what was he trying to get me to stop trying to do by blessing others? And I found this article on southernliving.com, <laughs> which is a very reputable source. It is a magazine that I think my family used to get. I actually started getting it one day. And I think it may have been for the people who lived in my apartment before me, but I got it for like a year and a half and then it just stopped. 
I may still be getting it and I just haven't noticed. I, I never check my mail. So this is from southernliving.com and it says, the most popular theory is that it originated in Rome when the bubonic plague was ravaging Europe. Sneezing was one of the plague's main symptoms, and it is believed that Pope Gregory I suggested that a tiny prayer in the form of saying, God bless you, after a sneeze, would protect that person from death. So that's cool that he didn't want me to be protected from death. That's really nice. It says another more superstitious theory is that it stems from the ancient belief that a sneeze might accidentally expel the spirit from the body unless God blessed you and prevented it. Other cultures thought that sneezing forced evil spirits out of the body, leaving others exposed to the wandering spirits. A blessing was to protect both the sneezer and those around him. Because only men can sneeze. And then there's the rumor that our hearts stop when we sneeze, and saying bless you is a way of welcoming the sneezer back from the dead. So while most of us aren't worried about demons, momentary death, or the bubonic plague, today it's considered a polite gesture. And if a simple bless you just so happens to protect our souls while we're at it, even better. So I just think it's really great that the pastor friend didn't want me to be rid of the plague or evil spirits, so that's really fun. And I wasn't allowed to behold that power and say it to anyone else. So thanks to that asshole, I'm the bitch at the office who doesn't bless people after they sneeze. Thank you a lot, sir. But on a more positive note, before I got to work today, I stopped at a gas station to get some energy drinks because that is how I survive. And the Anderson Erickson Dairyman was filling up the cooler next to my energy drink cooler. And so he was in my goddamn way. So I politely gestured that I need to get through to the energy. And he was like, oh, no, cool. Not, not a big deal. Let me just move my shit. And so he moves the shit. And then he was like, is it your first day? And I was like, um, what the fuck? And he's like, is it your first day? And I was like, first day of what? And he said, of college, of school. And I laughed and I was like, <laughs> no, I'm 30. And I don't know why I said that because I'm not fucking 30. I think what I have started doing is using my age as like a defense mechanism, like, as an excuse to why I'm doing things or not doing things like oh yeah I'm just gonna stay at home because I'm fucking 30 no I don't want to go to your party because I'm 30 or yeah I can buy a cake whenever I want and eat it for breakfast I'm 30 like it's the perfect excuse and I've been using it for about a year now I'm not even 30 yet so I'm I'm gonna use my age as that so when I get even older it'll be even better but but anyways, after I said I'm 30, he was like, oh my god, you do not look 30. And I was like, oh shit, oh, you think I'm a first year college student? Oh hell yeah, I'm feeling funky fresh today. But then I said bless you and it ruined my life. So that was like an hour later. So yeah, it started out started out with a really great day and then it just went downhill from there. And then another thing that happened at work. So I'm still like seeing a coworker. All you dedicated listeners know, um, I have little breaks to meet up with him in the break room and get some water and Scoops is coming in to join the conversation now. I need to actually, let me take a pause real quick to tell you 
that I was going to have like a really relaxing night because I stressed myself out so much realizing how busy my schedule is this week. And so I was like, you know what? For dinner, I'm having wine and cheese and it's going to be amazing. I'm going to go record my podcast. I'm going to eat a block of cheese and I'm going to drink a bottle of wine. It's going to be super chill. But when I got to the store, I saw apple vodka and I was like, hmm, actually, you know what sounds good? is like if I could find something caramely and make like a caramel apple drink. And I found some butterscotch schnapps. And so I bought both of those and some Sprite. And I filled a glass with vodka and schnapps. Had hardly any room for Sprite to fill in the blanks. And so that's what I've been drinking. So it's about to be a fucking shit show. But it's cool because I feel good. I don't feel stressed at all about my busy schedule that I keep thinking about and it's ruining my day. But that's okay. So anyways, I'm at work. I go to the break room to meet up with this gentleman just to check in, you know, see how's your day going. Just say hi. That's that's really all. And my coworker in my department walked in and walked out. Not like that. Not like walk in and see like some terrible thing happening, you know, like sucking face. That wasn't happening. But she walked in, like got coffee or whatever and then left. And then when I went back to my desk, she like peeped around the corner and she's like, so, um, are you and so-and-so dating? And I was like, um, the simple answer is yes. And I don't know why I said that because it's obviously like instigating a conversation that I don't want to have. So she, of course, took the, the accidental bait that I laid out and she's like, okay, so I have to know what is the complicated answer? And so I was like, the complicated answer is yes, but don't tell him I said that. (laughs) And she, her response was actually, oh, oh. I was like, bitch, don't owe me. (laughs) You don't owe me nothing. (laughs) Can someone come to my house and kill me? That'd be really great. (laughs) I live at 123 Podcast Lane. Thank you. Come kill me. So speaking of this gentleman, um, I wanted to tell you about last weekend and this weekend because I didn't talk about it last week. And since this is like turning into kind of an autobiographical just disaster, (laughs) disaster show. Um, I wanted to talk about last weekend. So he's in a couple bands and I usually try to go see his band play whenever I can. And last weekend, he did a show at this festival that was taking place at a school. And it was supposed to be at like 5pm or something is when they were playing. But then I got word that they were playing later. And then I show up and find out they're actually playing later. And they're also playing for like three hours. So like the entire time that I would be there, he would just be on stage playing his show and I would be alone just standing in the crowd. But it actually worked out okay because I started hanging out with some of the girlfriends of other members of the band and a wife of one of the people and they were all really great and so I had a really good time. The older woman left and I was left with two of the people who were, they were younger than me, but they bless everyone in the whole entire earth because these two girls one I think is 21 and one is 24. They both thought I was the youngest out of the three of them. Ah! 
I think it's because I'm so immature. <laughs> but I still take it as a compliment. So anyways, that's not what this story is about. But it's very flattering. But at one point, as we're watching the band play, enjoying ourselves, having some white claws, just getting our claw on, we hear sirens and sirens start blaring behind us. And of course, we're, our interests are piqued into another location other than the band playing. And so we decide to go walk out to where the sirens are. And it's like in the middle of this carnival area. There's like actual rides and stuff in this parking lot of a school. And so we go out there. We see a girl like on the ground. So it looks like a serious situation. But then she gets up and starts stumbling around. The three of us are like, oh, she's it's just a drunk child. It's not a big deal. They don't need a whole ambulance here. It's just a drunk 13-year-old. Happens all the time, especially at carnivals. Totally fine. So that was like a whole ordeal. So after that, we were already in the carnival area. We could have gone back to the band to show our support for these men giving their service. But we wanted to stay in the carnival for a little bit. So we were playing some games. And they had literal... You throw the ball into the little tank or like little the glass. There's just like a bunch of glasses lined up. You throw it in. You win a fish. I didn't know those things actually happened. I thought that was just something that happened in cartoons when you win a bag of water with a fish in it. But that's it happened. So I was like, hell yeah, I want a fucking fish. I've had I'm like eight claws deep. You know, I want a fish right now. So I, I bought like three balls for a dollar, throw them all in, miss all of them. There's a kid next to us who bought like a basket of balls and he's just taking handfuls at a time and throwing them in. And he got like three catches. So he got like three fish or he could probably redeem those for a big plush fish or something. I don't know. So he got three. I got none. But the little girl who was running the stand because they put children in charge of this place she was like, you won one to me. And I was like, uh, no, I didn't. And she's like, yeah, you did right here. You won. And she pointed at one of the ones that the kid next to me threw. And she's like, you want a fish? And I was like, okay, cool. Let's get me a fish. Let's get me a goddamn fish right now. And she's like, okay, cool. Come over to the tank and you get to pick out your fish. And I, I pointed to just like a fish, like whatever. They all look the same. They're all just like in a five gallon bucket. It's just looking all sad. I point to the bucket just in its general location and I was like that one and she scoops out a fish pulls it out it's motionless and I was like um is that fish dead and she's like oh yeah yeah that one is and just like throws it in a discard bucket full of dead fish (laughs) it was the saddest shit I've ever seen and so after I saw that, I was like, yeah, you know what? I don't I don't want to fish at all. And plus, they would have given it to me in a bag and I would have nowhere to put it. Like, I don't have a fish tank. What? No one does. And and she was like, oh, well, you can just get one of these little tanks. And I was like, oh, you, you just give me one. And she's like, they're $5. I was like, bitch, I'm not paying $5 to watch a fish die. That's not what I'm doing today. No, thank you. So I ended up getting like a little purple stuffed fish that I gave to my cat. And she's really appreciative. She probably wishes it was food, but it's not. And that's the story of the fish that I didn't win. So after that, we went to another game where these two dumbasses were running it. This, these two like teenage boys, just dumb pieces of shit. 
And we were three older girls, you know. So we were like, um, yeah, we're going to play this game, but we're not going to pay full price for it. And they're like, yeah, you are, because there's a set price. And we're like, no, we're actually not, but we're going to play the game. I will give you $1. Maybe I should tell you the pay, the, the scale of payments. It was like $5 for three balls or $1 for one ball. Kind of a ripoff, right? So rather than doing any of that, I was like, I will give you $1 for three balls which was the $5 price range. And the kid was like, no, that's like, that's not fair. And I was like, are you getting paid right now per ball that you sell? I'm pretty sure you're on an hourly wage and it doesn't matter one bit. So I talked him down and I got two balls for a dollar and I kept throwing the the first ball like so hard because you know me, I'm a, I'm a fucking quarterback. And so I threw it so hard that every time it would bounce back, it would hit the wall and bounce back to me so that I could try again. And I was like, this doesn't count. I'm trying again. I got to try like 16 times and I didn't I didn't win. But it was just kind of funny that we were manipulative enough to get so many tries for one dollar and we all got to try like 10 times. (laughs) That's not a good story. Sometimes I tell a story and I realize like halfway through it's not going to be good, but I just keep going because I have nothing else to talk about. And then when I'm done with the story, I'm like, I wish I didn't say any of that. It kind of makes me look like a bad person, which I am, but I don't want you to know that because I want you to like me. But that's pretty much all that happened at that um, carnival. (laughs) Listen, there's no laws when you're drinking claws. I don't understand that joke. I wish someone would fill me in on the, the White Claw joke, but I also, I, I like not knowing why it's funny. Is it because it's shitty? Like, I don't get it. Is it is it a shitty drink? Is it like a basic bitch drink? And that's why it's like such a joke? I don't think it's that bad. I've only had it twice, but it has like ended my night usually. Like, it's it's my last thing. It's my worst case scenario thing. I'll go to it when there's nothing else. And both times I ended up feeling sick in the morning. So I don't know if that's the joke. I don't really, I don't get it. I need to stop talking about White Claw because it's, I don't want to, I don't want to be the person who talks about White Claw on their podcast all the time. Is that a thing too? Do people talk about White Claw on their podcast? (sighs) This episode sponsored by White Claw. Actually, let me just take a break and I'm just going to throw my commercials in here right now because fuck, that's why. All right, now let's take a quick break so I can shout some solicitations at you. First, I'd like to invite you to enjoy a free audiobook on me and on Audible. Audible is offering my listeners a free audiobook with a 30-day free trial membership. Just go to audibletrial.com slash garbage and browse the unmatched selection of audio delights and download a title today. And hey, what do you know? You're listening to this right now, so I know that you are perfectly capable of enjoying audio entertainment, so this sponsorship is right up your alley. And I recommend the audiobook The Disaster Artist, which is written and narrated by Greg Sestero, who played the role of Mark in The Room. This is his story on the making of The Room, which if you haven't seen that movie, I don't even want you to be listening to my show right now. 
who do you think you are? Go watch The Room, you fool, but also go to audibletrial.com slash garbage and download my suggestion of The Disaster Artist or a multitudes of other options are there for you as well. Audibletrial.com slash garbage. I know I've made joke links before, but that is a real one. So congratulations to you for getting a free audiobook. And now I want to talk about PodCoin. Yes, you've heard it before. PodCoin is the podcast listening app that actually pays you to listen to your favorite podcast, including this one, which I know is your favorite. Gosh, you're making me blush. If you are a new PodCoin user and you have not yet used a promo code to get your 300 free PodCoins, I highly suggest that you enter in my show pod to get those coins. You can use those for Amazon gift cards, Starbucks gift cards, Dunkin' Donut I think is on there. I don't even know if I have a Dunkin' Donut near me, which is why I have not clicked that one. But you can also donate those pod coins to a charity of your choice. There is a nice list of different options, different organizations, and it's just a great app that I think you should all enjoy. If you are listening to podcasts anyways, you might as well get paid to do so or get paid little tokens of PodCoins appreciation that you can put towards gift cards or charities. Uh, Thank you so much, PodCoin. And thank you so much, everyone, for using the code MYSHOWPOD. Last week, I talked about the Untrained Eye podcast, one of my favorite shows. I will recommend them to the end of the earth. Um, They were the feature creature on the Civilized Creatures podcast network, the network that I am so, so grateful to be a part of. Definitely check out all of the great, amazing shows on the Civilized Creature podcast network. Check out our Facebook page. I also talked about the Garbage Kitchen that we did live last Thursday. That did happen. If you joined us, amazing. Thank you so much. It was so much fun. I can't wait till the next time. We're going to try to do it on a monthly basis. You can still go back and watch the video. I'm thinking about maybe pulling the audio and just doing like a bonus episode for just the garbage kitchen because it was so fun. It was really good. I love everyone who's on the network. And I'm so glad that Brooke and Larry were able to join me for it. It was so good. I can't say enough good things about everyone on the network, honestly. But this week's creature feature is our good friend, John, of the Bear Cave podcast. And now, this is potentially problematic. Okay, I love John. John, if you're listening, you're amazing. You are the pod father. I have called someone else the pod father before I even knew you existed, and he will retain that name. I apologize. You are not my original pod father, but I respect your title, and and I will call you that if that is what you choose i okay so let me tell you first the bear cave podcast he recently recorded his first episode i do not believe that it is available yet for your ear holes when it is available you will be sure to know about it if you follow me on social media i do want to promote his podcast he is an amazing person but when i went to his website for the bear cave podcast this is what i found for the description This can all be found on bearcavepodcast.com. 
The description of the podcast is great. Like the description, I have no issues with at all. This is my brand. Like John, if you want to collab, like hit me up. I am all about dumpster fires. I am all about embracing the trash of the world. That's literally my description of my show. So his description says, we talk about the stories and topics that make the world the dumpster fire it's become. Beautiful. Love it. Love it so much. Now, the heading of the website says, Welcome to the Bear Cave Podcast, where men can embrace their masculinity. If you find masculinity toxic, just move along. John, we need to have a conversation right now, okay, bud? Because this, (laughs) I feel like this might be like satire. I can't tell because it seems, it seems funny because I've been drinking. But it also seems funny because I feel like I've gotten to know you enough to know that you're not a toxic masculine. Your masculinity does not have toxicity, if that makes sense. And the fact that a bear is another name for a large, hairy, gay gentleman, not a brutally toxic masculine man. I mean, maybe, you know, there's there's toxic masculinity in every category of people. Other than women, I guess, because that's they're not toxic masculine men. There can be masculine toxicity in women. But anyways, that's not what I'm trying to say. I'm just having a hard time pinning whether this is satire or ironic or if you are, if you believe you're a toxic masculine man, we're, we might have a problem. And that's okay because I don't judge a book by its podcast. And I don't judge a person by the description of their show. <laughs> but regardless of that, I am so looking forward to listening to his show. I've been pretty good with trying to get through listening to at least one episode right now of all of the shows on the network. And it, we are growing and it is becoming such a fantastic community. It's becoming a family. And even John jumped into the Garbage Kitchen episode to say how much he feels like this is becoming a family. And it's so good. And it's so funny because when I started podcasting, I never I never thought that I'd be part of something bigger than, than what my show is. And I so am. And I, I have so many people to thank for that. Just anyone who's been welcoming in the podcast community has helped me so much in this. And every person who has related to anything I've said and has gone out of their way to reach out to me, it means so much. Like, so much. I've never had this many friends in my life. And I feel like they're actually my friends. And maybe they're, maybe they just pretend like they are my friends. I don't, I don't think that's the case. And especially with the, with the podcast network, like, they're totally not like faking it just to get something from me because I have nothing to give. And I think they know that because I'm, I'm just like a dumb idiot sitting alone in a room. But the community is so good and so beautiful and so supportive. Like, there's, it, there's no competition. It's really strange. It's like everyone wants everyone to succeed. And that's such a positive thing to have. It's not competitive. It's not like a corporation. It's not like you're working to help others. It's like everyone working together to help each other. And it's so good. I can't describe how good it feels to be a part of it. 
But I just want to thank everyone in the podcast network, in the Civilized Creatures network, and even... I know all of us, a lot of us in the Civilized Creatures have teamed up with, been like collaborating with the Inner Circle Podcast Network. They have amazing shows as well, and I am a dedicated listener to all of them. It's just been all so good. And even the shows that aren't part of networks, like I know I'm just like talking about networks all the time, but there are just so many good people. Like Glenn Thinks Stuff, oh my god, are you kidding me? He's one of the most amazing podcasters and just, no. No, he's one of the most amazing people that I've ever met on the internet who I've never met in person and probably never will, which is sad. But also, like, Potful of Sunshine, Diana, she's, like, my favorite person, and we relate on such spiritual levels sometimes. <laughs> and there are so many others, but, like, honestly, I'm sorry. I'm, I've been drinking, but I just love, I love the podcast community so much, and you can't stop me from loving them. And I think now's a good time to read through some messages that I have been receiving. And actually, before I do that, I just want to wish a super happy birthday to Leanne. She is the Patreon patron who I talked about a couple weeks ago who's supporting me. And I adore her. We're like friends on social media. So we're basically friends in real life. No, we are. We're friends. So I just want to wish her a happy 30th birthday. Girl, you are going to rock 30. And now you can use my 30 excuse and say, haha, I'm 30 and that's why I didn't do this or that's why I did this. Use it or lose it, girl, because this is your year. So I received this email through my website and this is from Wayne. And I know that he found me through the Jason and Mindy podcast, which those, oh my gosh, (laughs) Talk about amazing, supportive podcasters. Jason and Mindy are probably some of my favorite people. If you have not listened to the Jason and Mindy show, it's amazing. I've gotten so much support from them, just like with them tolerating me being a fan of theirs. And I think at one point they reached out to me, maybe on Instagram or something. But it was just like a really nice message. I don't even remember how we we met up. I feel like it was on Instagram, but... Ever since then, I've been listening to their show religiously. They do live shows Mondays and Wednesdays, I, I want to say. I think I've only ever tuned into their Wednesday show because I'm doing my garbage on Mondays. But I, I try to tune into them every single week. They're amazing. They have a really good show. It's very like, mine is just sporadic. But they have a, a set lineup. They have actual like things they're going to talk about and hit on each week. And I think I did like, After I started listening to them, I tried to do something like that. Like, this is what I'm going to talk about this week. It just didn't work for me. Like, but they they make it work and it's organized. It's amazing. They're super supportive and loving and I want you to listen to them. But Wayne found me through them because they recommended me. Are you kidding me? People are recommending this garbage. (laughs) I appreciate it a lot. But uh, Wayne said... I'm a huge fan. You are so funny and always make me laugh. Keep doing what you do. Also, do more chatting with your cat. It's so cute when she's featured. (laughs) I'm pretty sure she was featured earlier in this episode, unless I cut it. I think she talked earlier in this episode. So that just made my day. And that was actually from a while ago. This is just, I never read my messages. I'm such a bad person. I'm going to go through some Instagram messages. Oh my gosh, I can't even read them all. Like, they're so nice. They made me want to cry. I went back really far and I got to Jason and Mindy. June 1st, 
They sent me found you on found your pod on Podcoin. Hilarious goodness. And then from then I was like, I'm listening to your show forever. I love you. <laughs> it was so good. Oh, I love them so much. They're so sweet. Oh, and then also um, the show Wreck My Podcast. They also found me through Jason and Mindy. Um, they messaged me on Instagram also, and they said, started listening on the recommendation of Jason and Mindy. Oh, my God, Jason and Mindy, I cannot thank you enough for, like, getting me to these amazing people because I started listening to Wreck My Podcast, and they're also amazing, so I highly recommend that show. They just talk about, like, different things. A lot of it is from the past, so it's, like, Wreck My Childhood. They do a lot of 90s stuff, which is, like, right up my alley. Just very good. Love listening to their show. But they said, you've got a great voice and cadence to captivate an audience and can't wait to hear more of what you got. Just wanted to give you the old thumbs up and say, you go, girl. Super funny and entertaining. I love that. It makes me so happy. But then they also, um, I haven't gotten through some messages. I've gotten some new ones from, from last show. I've gotten some like updates, not updates. I've gotten some input on what I was talking about last week with the baby boomers. And I think, oh no, this was about the conspiracy theory. So Wreck My Podcast messaged me again and said, so listening to the newest pod and I love a good conspiracy theory, so keep them coming. If the Matrix allows, I have looked into a lot of Mandela effect situations because it's always intrigued me and most are due to misprints, changing in marketing or changes made under the radar to keep brand perception strong. There are some that are unexplainable, but but I also know that human memory is extremely unreliable. Case in point is, I went to Miami Beach eight years apart from each other, and everything I remembered was in a different spot, but my dad said it was all in the same as last time we went, so I saw the weird Mandela Effect memory paradox in first person. So unless my dad is an agent of the apocalypse or something, hmm, could be actually. Just as an example though, everyone remembers Looney Tunes as Toons, T-O-O-N-S, because the spinoff Tiny Toon Adventures was spelled T-O-O-N, so it's our brain holding onto one aspect but not the other. Like I said, I love conspiracy theories, but I'm also neurotic and analytical, so it keeps me up at night. I totally feel you there. (laughs) But I love that insight, and I, I feel like that a lot, like just with things happening and then just being told that, no, this is like totally how it's always been. But, you know, you know. But I got another message August 9th from, um, I'm going to feel really bad if this is someone I know, but it's just someone on Instagram that they haven't made any posts. So it's kind of spooky. So like, if you're listening, you know who you are. I don't want to say your name because I I feel like it's got to be someone that like knows me, right? Like, people don't listen to my show but they ha- they have four followers and they have zero posts and they said hello michelle just want to say i truly enjoy your show in my opinion sing more i love your voice all of your voices and i was like oh hell yeah bitch <laughs> okay i didn't say that but you know i said thanks and then after listening to my last episode they said hello michelle you are correct As a member of Generation X, we see biases from baby boomers. It's not just baby boomers that look down on millennials. We do as well. It is wrong of us to do so. I know personally I look at each individual person as their own. I will admit that I do stereotype. I form general opinions about groups of people. To explain our feelings on millennials, you need to only look at one person. Bernie Sanders. His political ideas of everyone sharing what they have is scary as hell. I haven't read these messages yet. 
just because I have five cars in the driveway and we only have four drivers in the house does not give any right for a government to take one or two of my cars because I have too many. I'm pretty sure Bernie Sanders never said he wanted to take your cars. We see the support he gained and it scares those of us, you included, who have worked hard for what we have. I do donate time and money to charities and other organizations, but that is my choice. I should not be forced to share anything I have or earned. We feel most millennials feel they are owed things from us. This is America. You work hard for what you get. Granted, there are exceptions for everything. I don't know if I expressed myself well enough, but I wanted to give you an idea of how we as older generations feel. I don't agree with this message. And I don't want to I don't want to get political at all. Not at all ever ever in my life. But I love Bernie Sanders and what he stands for. He's not trying to take anything from you as a as a human. He's not trying to take anything. No one is trying to take any well. Again, I don't want to get political. I feel like I should send this message to Justin, who has started a new show called Rock Hard Caucus, and it is amazing. So there's one episode out right now. This is like the perfect message to send him. I know he would just tear the shit out of it. He is a hardcore Bernie fan and supporter and volunteer. And and I, I support Bernie Sanders, too, honestly. Like, I think... I think he's just, I agree with his thoughts. And it's not that I feel like I'm owed anything. If anything, I feel like I owe others everything. And I don't think that's a millennial thing. I think that's just, I think everyone's different. I think that's why it's so shitty that millennials are grouped together into one needy set of people. Because we're not. Some of us are. Definitely. Some some people are entitled. But you know what? Some boomers are entitled. Some Generation Xers are entitled. It's not fair to group anyone together in like, especially with entitlement because everyone is raised differently. There are shitty people in every single generation and there are people who work hard for what they get in every single generation. And I that's why I think like the whole, it's not even millennials, it's every generation. You can't just, you can't just bracket everyone together who was born in a certain time frame because there are shitty people everywhere. That's all I'm going to say about it. Um, I I still appreciate you sending me messages, and I love the I love the insight from someone who's not a millennial. I love any insight from anyone ever. But I just if you message me again, don't get political because I'll I'll get sad. <laughs> I don't want to talk about politics ever, and and politics really bum me out because because our president's a piece of shit, and and I can't do anything about it. I can't make anything better. And you can't either. No one can. We're just stuck here. We're just stuck living in this piece of shit world. And that's what we get. And all we can do is vote for who we think is the right person who's going to make everything right and make everything okay. And it's never going to happen. No one can make everything okay. But we want to at least, hopefully, hopefully we can stop putting shitty people in charge of things. But we can't. This is the last time I'll talk about politics. I would not have even started unless this message came through. Thanks a lot. You ruined my podcast. Anyways, he says, P.S. Keep up the good work. I truly enjoy your podcast. You make me smile. Well, you make me frown so loud. <laughs> I'm frowning so loud right now. <laughs> okay, sorry. I'm just kidding. I really appreciate you your support and it means the world to me. But like, don't, don't get political. This is not a political show. 
<laughs> okay, that's all. I, <laughs> I need to end this. Oh my God. Okay. Until next time, find me on Facebook, facebook.com slash welcome to my show podcast. Oh, also, I was on I Hear, I See. That's I-H-E-A-R-I-C. And that's Justin's live radio show, which is also he turns it into a podcast. So check out I Hear, I See. Also check out Rock Hard Caucus, which is his brand new show, which it has one episode out now. It's amazing. He's currently editing episode two. So you'll have two to dive right into. So check those out. Follow me on Facebook. Instagram at Garbage Kitchen, Twitter at Michelle K. Guild, and that's all I'm going to say about that. So, until next time, bye-bye. feel a bit less lonely But I don't mind it Thank you.